Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hi, welcome to the Passion and Purpose podcast. I'm Drew Stedman here today with Jimmy Seibert, and this is the first podcast of 2021, and I'm really excited about our topic today. You know, just mm-hmm. been reflecting over the whole course of this past right. year and uh, realizing it's often historically in times of crisis mm-hmm. is where we see a lot of the best breakthroughs in theology or the yes. thinking of the church. And you right. can kind of go back all the way back to Augustine or, yeah. or further, where it's times like this cause us to dig really deep in God yes. on things that maybe we knew, but we haven't gotten clear enough on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I look at this last year, I mean, pick your crisis, there's been plenty of them, but I'm also filled with faith that God's highlighting things to us that we mm-hmm. need to discover or rediscover. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jimmy, you know, something I've heard you talk about quite a few times in the last several months that I think is mm-hmm. really significant is this concept of the hierarchy of loyalties for the mm-hmm. believer. Mm-hmm. And I, I just remember the first time I heard it, I was like, that, that, there's something on that. Right. And so um, today, why don't you take us into that? What's, yeah. what's God showing to you? What do you think we need to know? Yeah, well, you know, uh, Jesus obviously wrapped all of, our, all of his thoughts into this a simple declaration, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbors yourself. And as I've reflected on that, I realized that, you know, our loyalties are our affections. Right. Uh, they're, they're not just an intellectual loyalty. It's it's a relational loyalty. It's a it's a commitment to something. It's what I believe in. Right. It's what, I, what my heart yearns for. So because all of us have heart connections uh, by nature, then the the question is for the believer: Where are our loyalties? Where are our affections? Where are our heart connections? What is supposed to be at the top of my affection? And then how do I work my way down to kind of the issues of the day and the challenges of the day? And I would say that if I've noticed anything, everybody's affections or emotions are everywhere and attached to all kinds of stuff. That's a great summary. <laughs> that may not necessarily be the best for their life and definitely maybe not the biblical framework that God called us to. So let me just run through real briefly the outline. And today's podcast, for all those who are interested, this is kind of step one. We are going to revisit this over the next several months because it really is a key to getting us back to what God intended for us as a people. So here's the hierarchy of loyalties. Eternity is my highest loyalty. Paul said that our aim is to be pleasing to him and knowing the fear of the Lord or knowing the judgment seat of Christ, we persuade men because our hearts long for heaven. I'm longing to be out of this body and with the Lord. So my affections, my number one longing is preparing for eternity. Um, Number two is God himself. My affections, my loyalties are to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. So my longing for heaven, obviously, to be with God, and my uh, focus on God allows my heart to be right with God for whatever he has you know, day by day. So eternity, God himself, and then the word of God, the authority of the word of God is my number three, if you will, if there is a, they're really not um, kind of one through five, they're really across the board, one A, one B, one C, one D, they're all number one. So 
eternity, God himself, the authority of God's word. So I am under God's leadership, not over it or not the ultimate decision maker. I feel very peaceful, not only under the authority of God himself, but my my commitment uh, is to submit to the word of God over my own emotions and affections. So it is a loyalty. It is a, it is a connection to the word of God. Number four is the church. It's the people of God. So it, when we are born again, we're born into a new family. And so because we're born into a new family, Jesus said, hey, for some of you, you'll have to leave mother, father. You'll have to leave your natural family to attach to me and my family. And this will be the centerpiece of your affection, your attention, your commitment, your connection. We're going to unpack this. I know you got some questions for me, but hang with me. So eternity and God himself, the authority of the word of God, the church, and then the institution of family itself. So there's a lot of scriptures uh, that are at, at length. There's stories from the Old Testament and admonitions in the New Testament. What does family look like? Righteous mutual submission, uh, roles in the home, roles of children. God has always called us to natural family to both display his character and his nature and to be the centerpiece of how people healthily develop and contribute to society. And so we contend as our affection, our loyalty on the human realm then is the church, the people of God, the family of God, and then our natural family that God has given us. So then as we kind of work in our way uh, through these uh, different loyalties after our family, I would say our next affection or loyalty is our calling as disciple makers and witnesses for Jesus and our unique vocation, our unique calling. So last words of Jesus, go and make disciples of all the nations. Many people would say, obviously, that word means different ethnic groups, different cultural contents, but it can mean your ethnos, your your people at work, your people at play on the soccer team. It could be your people in your neighborhood. Go and make disciples everywhere you go with that gift and that vocation that he's given you. Or Acts 1.8 says you'll be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea. That word witness is not just the declaration of the gospel, though that is always the lead piece. It is the, the witness of my life. So that salt and light, all of us are called, to, regardless of what country we live in, to take our vocation, take our gifts, take our callings, and be disciple makers. And then lastly, in this hierarchy of loyalties, is we are all citizens of a nation. So for most people listening to this podcast, you live in the United States of America, and that that has been such a big deal these days uh, about where are my loyalties? Am I right? Am I left? You know, am I Republican? Am I Democrat? Do I follow this person or that person? But remember, all the loyalties I just mentioned, eternity, God himself, the word of God, the, the, the people of God, the family that he's given you, the, the, um, this commitment to being a disciple maker, and now I'm a part of a nation. And then Scripture admonishes us to be good citizens, to be faithful, to honor, to pray for both good and evil leaders, uh, to pray for uh, the, the, the prosperity of the land or that place in which uh, God's given you. And we submit to, we honor in every way we can, and when we dissent for a biblical purpose to obey God rather than man, we, that whole deal of civil disobedience, that even lies in a nonviolent response 
you see Paul imprisoned. He appealed to the Roman government, but he was imprisoned by the Roman government. He was willing to live with the consequences of his appeal. And for others in the New Testament, their land was taken. They were challenged. They didn't, they righteously protested for the glory of God, but they did it in a nonviolent way and were willing to receive the consequences, whatever came, because their ultimate loyalty affection was to be a part of the people of God and God's purpose on earth, not just an individual nation. We should be the best citizens in every country, whether you live in Saudi Arabia, Nicaragua, the United States of America, the Dominican Republic, you believers should be known as the servants of all. They should be known as the best uh, uh, prayer and support people. And they should be known as a prophetic people and a unique people who have a word and a message to all people. So there you go. There's a lot there. But in that framework, uh, Drew, help me help us start the conversation about that. Give me a give me a good question as we're stacking up our loyalties here and how we respond today. Hey, Jimmy, I love just every time I hear it, I just get stirred again. And uh, this time, as you're sharing, I just keep going through the metaphors in the New Testament: salt, right, light. Right. You know, mm-hmm. of what does God speak about the church? But the one that really struck me this time was thinking about Second Corinthians five, Paul talking about being an ambassador. Yes. Right, So your citizenship is in eternity. Our yes. citizenship is the kingdom of God that yeah. is now and is, is to come. Yes. Uh, God himself, triune God, mm-hmm. is our king. Yes. And that's where my allegiance lies, is what right. does my king say? What has yes. he spoken to be true? Right. Then I'm in this little embassy called the church, you yes. know, and that's my home. And right. it's the soil of the kingdom of God. Yes. Even as we're surrounded by something else, that's where I mm-hmm. get my identity. That, and right. I love how you put where you put the church in this because I think right. that's really significant. And then my job is to be an ambassador, and, and that's Absolutely. your, you know. So my, yeah. what, what a tragedy if you had an ambassador who misplaced their loyalties. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. kind of breaks the whole illustration. Exactly. And, and then you are representing to a nation, which. Sure is yes. significant and you know right. of course you want your I, I think that what you said really fits so well because you want your ambassador to be nothing yeah. but a wonderful representative mm-hmm. and it's actually their understanding of their identity allows them to be the servant allows yes. them to be a right representative because they're secure in who they are mm-hmm. and um so yeah that, that just struck me and um as you're sharing something i want to make sure that people don't miss that you said at the beginning is the word affection. Yes. Because yeah. this isn't... Let's come back to that. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of believers, and I'd right. love your thoughts on this, I think a lot of believers intellectually, right. I doubt there's that many people that are listening and shaking their heads, no, like, no, my job needs to be my top of loyalty. Yeah, or, right. Yeah. You know, it's my national identity should trump my loyalty to sure. God. Or, you yes. know, we're not, we don't think that way. Um, I don't think, you know, and I doubt... Not usually. Yeah, not yeah. usually. <laughs> I would I would say, I'll just say for my own sake, where... I feel I at times get off is where I've let my affections, what I'm consuming, where my brain goes, where my, you know, it's my mm-hmm. affections yes, right. disorder my loyalties. Yeah, let me, let me jump intellect. in. Let me jump in right there. So um, Colossians 3, 1 and 2, if then you've been raised up with Christ, keep seeking things above where Christ is. And it, set your, it says, set your mind, the New American Standard says, set your mind on the things above, not on the things of this earth. The King James says, set your affections. Set, set your uh, affections. We can extrapolate loyalty. So it's not just don't set your intellect on things above, but set your affections on things above and not on the things of this earth. And that therein lies the centrality of the affections of the believer. So um, an example would be, so I just gave those hierarchy of loyalties, right? 
And so one of the things that I've started doing, this is just a, a little uh, aside, is I, for 30 years, I've started my devotional life with who's the Father and just meditating on the Father, who's Jesus, meditating on the grace and the cross, meditating on the Holy Spirit so that I'm centered for my prayer time, for my Bible study, for my you know, contending and listening for wrestling through issues of leadership on my life. That's always been central, but I've added a, a little something to it to the top of the page, and that is this. Eternity is where I'm going to spend eternity, by the way. <laughs> yes, it's where, I, where, where the majority of my understanding of the existence of time is going to be. This, this earth is just a little, little blip on the screen. So I had several years ago, I felt like the Lord spoke to me this deal, prepare to be 80 years old. So what I did is I got, I, I multiplied 365 days times 80 years, and I put that number in the area where I pray, and it's 29,200. And then I subtracted how old I am and how many days I have left. What's that number? Jim? So today was 20,422 days I have already spent. That makes you seem really old. Yes, well, yeah, exactly. Well, it means I only have 8,700 and uh, some odd days left. Uh, but that number is key, and every day I change that second number. So here's a point for those who are kind of getting confused what I'm saying. I feel like God's promised me 80 years. So, all right, that's my end game. Here's how many I've burnt. So this is what I got left. Let's make today count. Mm. Just wow. let's 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 let my affections not be caught caught up in lesser stories, not 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 non-important stories. Right. So politics very important. It 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 can help or destroy people's lives. We want that to be holy and right and clean. But it's not my number one affection. It's not where I'm drawing my strength to even rightly know what to do with politics. Yeah. I'm not going through the door of politics to get to the eternity in the throne room of God. I'm going to the throne room of God to get his mind and his heart to rescue people through the church so that we might rightly then deal with politics, right? So that hierarchy of loyalties helps me to stay really grounded so that no matter who the president is or no matter whether something is uh, um, affirming of what I believe or not, I don't have to um, lose center yeah. in the middle of the journey because I've centered up on what is most important and where God has asked me to give my affection and my loyalties and my hope and my expectation. And so that's my, my prayer for everybody is whether you have a list written out, which my hope is out of this podcast in these coming days, we, we really do. You start writing out your own list of your hierarchy of loyalties and you make sure that you're grounded. But whether you have a list or not, you do have a list. Right. So when you wake up and you read the news first yeah. and you're hoping that something swings your way or something happens that uh, stirs your heart or makes you angry or makes you fearful or whatever, when that's your first go to, you just showed us your loyalty. So uh, your affections. So, you, you know, you can or if your affection goes to email and to work, then your, your affection went the wrong place first. Do you need to be a godly worker? Absolutely. It's a part of God's design for you. But where's your affection? So what I know is that everybody wakes up as a human being that is uh, looking for attachment. And our attachment then to whatever we 
find, especially first thing, will then drive our affections and the strength that we have to deal with whatever comes our way. So my high admonition is, hey, let's roll out of bed and say, thank you, Jesus, for the grace of God today to breathe. Thank you, Father, that you created me. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're with me. Take my head into eternity today. I have one day to live. Jesus, take my heart. And then you just begin to go through your hierarchy of loyalties. And then appropriately so. I need to know how to take care of my kids today. I need to know how to deal with the political environment. I need to know how to do my job unto the Lord, etc. So help me out, Drew. What's helping you? in this what would it, would it give me some feedback how's that sound gosh so much of it is important but i think you know if i were going to walk out and i hope this is what we're all getting as we listen is how do i steward my affections rightly yeah and you know i would just gently say to all of us i would imagine most of us are off here to some right. extent yeah and I, I find for me uh, you know my initial thing a lot of times is defensiveness of like no i need to you know sure. <laughs> i've got the business meeting of you know it, sure. you don't understand and yeah and of course, there's grace for all of us to navigate. But I, I think maybe if we took a little time, um, where's my time going? Yeah. Uh, you know, and I've, a great illustration is if you're following political news online um, and you're spending two hours a day on that and you're spending 15 minutes in the Word of God and you play that out over the course of a year, I, I'm, I personally am not strong enough. So, sure. you know, I will yeah. eventually one is going to dwarf the other. Right. And um, I think you could, you know, to your illustration, that could be my career. That could be, there's so many things. So many oh, things. It could be my hobbies. Important. It could be sports. You yeah. Know, it, it's just all the stuff. My kids' activity, touching. you know, yeah, and, it's, sure. and of course it doesn't mean, we don't need to be legalistic as far as, you know, marching. Right. But I just think if we honestly looked at our lives, I would imagine mm. most of us are pretty far out of balance. Mm. And I, I'm wondering, you know, it's pretty easy to almost perfectly invert that pyramid of hierarchies. Absolutely. <laughs> or get pretty close to that right yeah. now. And I think that's the, that's the challenge because man if you if our affection is recognizing this life is a vapor yeah and and eternity is my home with mm-hmm. god forever mm. if i really if that was really my affection not right. what i affirm sure. cognitively but right. what i really that's my gaze how i right. see the world yeah that so radically alters how i approach yep almost everything absolutely and it actually and i love you know what i'm hearing just reflecting back to you that then actually gives me the strength Absolutely. To be the person God has called me to be. And I think deep down inside, I want to be in those various areas. Absolutely. It, that's what gives me strength for my family, yeah. for my career, for my citizenship. It, exactly. And so so what we never want anybody to hear listening to this podcast is people are called to politics. People are called to business. People are called to health care. People are called to social justice. People are called to law enforcement. People are called to multiple uh, construction working we're called to so many things. What we're advocating for, though, as the believer, you're most alive. You have most. Uh, uh, you have most uh, the most uh, God likeness flowing through you for that purpose in the outworking of your vocation or your application. When your affections stay centered in God Himself, Amen. right? God's the best politician in the world. He's the best business person. He's the best lawyer. He's the best construction worker. He's the best housewife and husband. It's God Himself. It's Christ in us, the hope of glory. So we're just trying to say, hey, come on, let's center up on Jesus, His glory, His strength, and then everything then will have not only its proper place, but it will have its proper power. Yeah. Hey, Amen. I, I want I want to end with one uh, scripture. 
uh, for today, Psalm 84, 5 says, How blessed is the man whose strength, or the woman whose strength is in you, and whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. Oh, that's great. Isn't that right? Yeah. Their hearts are set on pilgrimage. My heart is set on a pilgrimage towards eternity for the glory of God today, and how blessed I'm going to be when my affections and my hearts are right, the heart is rightly set, I'll have power for everything he's called. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, this is going to be one. We're going to do. We're going to go through each of those loyalties. Uh, we'll pack them out uh, as well as we got some other exciting podcasts coming up. Uh, as we're going through here locally, forty days of purpose. You'll see every week a purpose podcast, a cool interview I'm going to do with people, and then you will see over the next six weeks or seven weeks or so us unpacking this hierarchy of loyalties. Stay with us. Pass it on to your friends. We need Jesus. The world needs Jesus. That's hierarchy of loyalties could set us all free. Take the journey with us. We love you guys. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.